how they always start. Do it. I listened to this podcast and it told me <laughs> I needed to <laughs> pump some iron, buy a knife, and stab people. <laughs> oh my god! This is no, my story. Matthew. The tell-all is going to come out fifty years from we... now. <laughs> oh my god! We're going to be the Starting source. Advice would be nice. <laughs> it's honestly great advice, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this could age well. Hello? Hey, I was wondering if I could get your advice on something. Of course, I'm all ears. How can I help? Advice would be nice. Advice would be nice. Some advice would be nice. Advice would be nice. Advice would be nice. How do you feel about pooping in a public place? Yes or no? So, like, when you say pooping in a public place, like, in a toilet or, like, in, like, just on the ground? Like, I'm just popping a squat. To be quite honest with you, we could do both. We can go there okay. if you want. <laughs> but I'm mainly referring to, like, there are some people that literally will not go to the, to the bathroom just because they don't want to do it in a restaurant or a coffee shop or whatever. They will hold it until they get home. Oh, I've, are you one of those? I've, I have done that. Let me, let me be very clear. I've done that before. Like just hold it. You know, it's not the right environment. You can't do it. Like, but I've grown out of it a little bit. You know, that's like, really, you've grown up to, to quote South Park. It's the, the last bastion of American freedom (laughs) is I've never even heard of that. (laughs) Maybe it's better left unsaid. I don't know. I did, but like wow. it depends where it is. Like if I'm at a park, I mean we, we live in LA, so yeah. it's a little different. Like I've walked into park bathrooms. It's a little sus. You got crackheads just tweaking out in there. You, you, that's not a. It's a vulnerable place to be. I'll say this: I went to the restroom uh, at the beach in Florida Mm-mm. one time. I was completely by myself. And it was a really scary bathroom. Like you had to like go in, but it's like in a circle and then it enters the bathroom. It's like this whole thing. So I go in and it's super dark because it was around sunset. And there was this homeless guy that was like, he was like, (laughs) and then I was like, oh God. And then I like start to walk away. And you know what he said? He was like, no, come back. (laughs) And it's like, bro, why do you think, why do you think I would come back now? After saying that, I wonder how he thought insane. that was going to go. Like, you'd just be, oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Oh, like, I'll come back. Absolutely. What an <laughs> idiot. And so that to me is terrifying. But in general, I feel like if I had to poop, let's say, even at like a gas station or whatever, um, I think when you got to go, you got to go. That's my whole thing. I don't know. So I think it's crazy that people are like, I'm not going to, sh- I'm not going to poop just because I'm in a public place. That's just my opinion. You know, but I dude, guess there's it, some nasty, nasty bathrooms, and yeah, it's privilege. Some people have the power, some don't. Thankfully, I'm one of those people. But maybe you it's, have the power to be able to hold your poop. Maybe it's a strength that you build up over time because you don't want to go to bathroom in public places. Perhaps I understand, but are you coping a little bit? Are you coping? You know what I mean. If the turtle is peeking the shell, you gotta go. That's just my philosophy. You know, after you know, a while, your like body right just now. your body just forgets. It rejects and forgets. I don't believe that. It's just you locked know? into it's your like, inventory. You know <laughs> Ew. 
How many poops do you have backed up? You know, it's a it's a long queue that's 100. just been held up. The worst thing is like when you're first when you first start dating someone, and you have to go poop, and you're like on a date. You can't. That's just there's no no way you can do it. My uh, you know who this is, but my friend will go to great lengths not to poop at the significant other's place if he's staying there. Like he'll like hold it all morning and then go to like a random like place like a coffee shop. He'll literally <laughs> wait to not poop. I think that's crazy, bro. If you got a shit, it doesn't matter. You have to go. Yeah. Well, Why are we holding it? There, it's like farting in front of your significant other. You got to fart. You got to fart. Eventually, but no. You know? you mean, you're telling me you didn't, you didn't go on a date and then the second you got back into your car after the date was over, you didn't just oh, release the biggest fart that you ever had. <laughs> it's not even a fart at that point. It's just air, just trapped. Yeah, it's just... <sighs> a bit more aggressively. <laughs> but pooping in a public place, I don't know if I can... Yeah, it depends on the place. That's tough. That's a tough question. If this was a political debate. I don't think I would be able to give an accurate answer. I mean, listen that that is what it is. But that's why I bring the hard hitting question. That's true. You're and you're so Anderson Cooper, the moderator. Of, <laughs> that literally, if this podcast doesn't bring me to my own CNN show, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Can the presidential but candidates answer their first question? <laughs> Do you go poopy in a public restroom? I love pooping. <laughs> Pooping's the greatest. I'm the best at it. Big poops. The greatest. the greatest poops. We we got we have to acknowledge that this is the first episode right here, right now. To everyone listening, thank you and welcome to the show. Welcome to the very first show, the very first submission. The golden goose of advice would be nice. Let's hear it. What piece of advice would you give to this woman, Evan? She threw her burrito bowl at a Chipotle worker. The judge will reduce her jail time because she will be going to jail. Her name is Rosemary Hain. She's 39 years old. And here is what the judge offered her to reduce her jail time. She has to work at a fast food restaurant because this will hopefully teach her empathy and compassion for food workers. What what are you going to say to Rosemary? How can you help her out? Because she's just chucking burrito bowls. Okay. What would you say? Let's pump the brakes for a second. So this lady, Rosemary, threw a burrito at a Chipotle worker. Yeah, absolutely. And got charges put against her. I mean, there's no doubt about it. That is assault. If you open up the, the, the law book, you shall not throw, therefore, burrito bowl at said employee of Chipotle. That is just a fact. I'll be honest. I mean, I know you love Chipotle. I got mad beef with Chipotle. Yeah, of course you're fucking. This guy eats Chipotle every single day. I'm going to tell you something. Was this you? Is this you? Did you make this? (laughs) My name is Rosemary. No, but here's the deal. I will never throw my burrito bowl at any Chipotle worker because I understand. I'm a man of the people. I'm a man of the people. Okay? I would never throw anyone at anyone. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, it might be hard to pick them up if you're throwing anyone at anyone. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? So th- th- here's the deal. Why do you have beef with Chipotle? Dude, are you kidding me? Every time I use their app, it's always wrong. I Once I ordered a Chipotle burrito bowl, chicken, rice, okay. beans, sour cream, a uh, couple different types of salsa, the corn salsa, and, you know, I felt like getting a little crazy. It was the, the spicier salsa. I go to pick it up, get back to my hotel room. The thing is literally just soup. No chicken. No rice. It was sour cream, salsa, and a little bit of beans in there. And that has happened more than once. And they're always out of things. It's run by a bunch of teenagers who do not care about their job. And that's probably why. This woman was throwing a burrito because dude behind the counter was acting like a dick. Not saying it was right. Oh, so, so, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, wait, wait. I'm so not. You're saying you condone assault. No, I'm not saying I condone you think assault. Rosemary, Rosemary is in the right in this situation. I'm saying that she probably had her motivations. Whether or not they're justified doesn't sound like they are. But she shouldn't have thrown that burrito, plain and simple. And what now her offer is to work at a fast food restaurant. Well, yeah, because you need to have empathy and compassion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I kind of like that. I think it's a good move by the judge. It's it's uh, not conventional. And she'll still have jail time, but it's just, it'll be reduced. Oh, she'll have reduced jail she time. Does. That's just, yeah. that's, so she's still going to jail. that's jail time just in a different way working at fast food. I mean, no, absolutely no offense to anyone who works in fast food, but I mean, it does not seem like a good place to work. I worked in the restaurant industry before, and that sucks. Customer service people I mean, are just terrible, dude. And people are gross. I mean, that's Nasty. also a really big thing that I've learned even working like at a coffee shop. People are disgusting. The bathrooms... Every 15 minutes, if I check them, there's toilet paper everywhere. Why? 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 Well, that's at a coffee shop. But, Imagine like a Taco Bell. Yeah, it's even worse. Oh. You want to talk about pooping in a public place? That is. Taco Bell, you have no choice. Yeah, but that's not a public place. There's no holding that back. That's home. <laughs> that's home. <laughs> that's home. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so so you kind of agree with Rosemary. That's kind of crazy. I, well, I'm sure she had a reason. I'm not, I'm not saying it's justified, but if it reduces jail time, sure, work at a fast food restaurant. You'll get an employee so discount. you think she should do it? I think she should do it, without a doubt. I would, I would save so much money if I worked at Chipotle. This is a side note. That, and, I agree. Right? I spend like 20 bucks every time I go. Which is insane. You know what? Am I coping? Maybe. Am I lazy and I don't want to cook? Potentially. But at the end of the day, I love Chipotle. And it saddened me to hear this story. I'm not going to lie. Mm. The submission. You could have known that so worker. Anyone else. That worker could have been my mom. It could have been your mom. It could have been anyone's mom. Does your mom you know? work at Chipotle? What are you trying to say? Just because I'm Cuban? No, I'm saying if she doesn't work there, there's a 0% chance it could be your mom. <laughs> If anything, That's my mom true. would be the one throwing it's the burrito. The the world. <laughs> <laughs> She's a firecracker. Fran? She, she'd be throwing. Fran? Oh, she doesn't throw hands. She throws burritos. <laughs> Respectfully. Well, I, I, think, I think 
What's her name again? Rosemary? Okay. Her name is... Put some respect on Rosemary. Her. Rosemary, I'm sorry. She's going through a hard time. Rosemary, I'm telling you, if it can reduce your jail time, just work at a fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's it, You'll be fine. You think it's going to teach her compassion, though? You think it's really going to save her? Well, maybe someone will throw a burrito at her. Full circle. Mm. Now... Let's, I feel like it's time to move on to our next submission here. Mm-hmm. This next submission is from Matthew. Matthew. He's from Texas. Matthew from Texas. City, we don't know. Matt, ye- yeehaw! Here's the deal. This is where it gets a little serious. Oh, okay. okay. He was dumped by a person he thought he'd spend the rest of his life with. It's been a month, but I still think about this person every day. And I miss them, even though they did me wrong. We still follow each other on Instagram and Snapchat, but I'm worried it will hurt me seeing them with someone else. I'm only 24, so I know there's a lot of life and potential, but I need advice on how to move on, level up, and not focus on the past. (laughs) Mm. Thank you, fellas. I like that. Well, Matthew from Texas, I'm sorry, brother. That sucks. I mean, I I'm no, I know that there's a lot of people who have experienced breakups like that. Sometimes they just kind of come out of nowhere. You know, yeah. it's... But honestly, if you still follow them on Snapchat and Instagram, cut it. Complete, just full cut. If someone breaks up with you and you're tired of feeling that, you got to just do full cut. Just end it. Mm. Let the past be the past. You can only move on. If you're constantly seeing them, thinking that, oh, okay, maybe I'll I'll see them on Instagram, like living out their life and stuff. No, you have to completely cut it off. The only way to end it is to end it. What's your take? Cold-hearted. Cold, I don't think it's cold-hearted. You know, if they break up with you, they want to end it. So, yeah, it's you're probably not ready to end it, but the only way to move on is to move on you know it's definitely not healthy i like what matthew said where he was saying like he already knows that he wants to move on he Mm -hmm. wants to level up so we're not telling him anything he already doesn't know he already knows that he kind of wants to leave this in the past so i think to kind of you know give you reinforcement to what you're saying i would definitely do it and even if even if it's i don't know for a short period of time and maybe when you have already moved on officially and there's less weight emotionally maybe you could add her back but i think for now i don't even think think that distance never no i mean for like what the if this is someone like so at the beginning we said thought he would spend the rest of his life with her right like someone that he was true. mentally ready to marry so that's a tough band-aid to pull off right there and it's someone who yeah. you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with get married to them and like just adding them back yeah i i mean maybe like years after when you're completely done with it but you know, sometimes the past is just better left in the past. You know, I've had a relationship before 
my wife and it's like you some you just got to end it it's the way it is it's done it's over you move on and then better things happen once you let yourself be in this new space you're more open you're not constantly thinking about that person you get to focus on yourself like matthew wants to level up absolutely you can't level up if you're still focusing on the past you gotta look towards the future see what you want and just let opportunity come to you yeah but it could be a form of like uh self-hatred a little bit to like look at a post and then go for a run you know what i mean some people might yeah <laughs> that is get, fuel for a lot of people off, right you know what i mean like like we're only thinking about the the negatives here what are the positives That's, like you see her right. with another dude and let's say that dude is better looking than you and you're like you know what but f this crap i'm done and then you know you you bench probably more than you've ever benched that's the type of workout that you do like with no music when you're just pumping it out, like you got motivation, like I'm going to be more fit than this guy. So if I ever bump into him, I'm going to kick his ass. I'm going to kill him. Even though, you know, like it could just be like a nice guy and, and we don't condone violence. That's the whole thing. Um, but, you know, maybe you stab him. I don't know. I don't. Well, you don't even need to work out for that. You just buy a knife. <laughs> don't <laughs> do not stab people. This is a hypothetical. Matthew, hey, 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 don't go around stabbing people. But um, we're jumping ahead here. We don't guy. even know there is no other guy right now. <laughs> well, hold on. She's definitely well. She's definitely unless gonna find another guy. Well, we don't know. I mean, it's it may, well. She's gonna be single for the rest of her life. Could be. A, so is Matthew. I mean, I, I. It sounds like Matthew doesn't want to, but maybe, maybe this girl was not ready for the commitment, or maybe she's just not even interested in relationships at all. You never know. <sighs> You know what? You're so right. You're so right. So then, Matthew, what are you what are you worried about here? You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, the perspective is you already know you're 24. And of course, you, you want to spend your whole life with this girl. And that is heartbreaking. But you're 24. You have the rest of your life. Even if you found the love of your life at 50, you still have so many years with that person. Mm. So I think you should just focus on yourself, to be honest. And this is advice I'm taking for myself, too, because... um. I'm a 20 and I feel like, you know, I, uh, I should really focus on, on my goals and, and, and what I want in my life to level myself up. And then I feel like romantic stuff kind of always figures itself out. You can't force it. So if this girl wasn't meant to, to be in your life forever, it, it's better now, dude. And then, and then instead of when you're 30, you've been married to her for a few years and then yeah. you want to get a divorce. It's better now. Yeah. You don't really have any ties. And honestly, yeah, being 24 years old, there's so much development that's going to happen right now. Because like being in your 20s, dude, there's so much that you get to work on yourself for. And, and arguably, sometimes for a lot of people being in a relationship, they don't, they just stop developing themselves. They just develop themselves as someone in a relationship and not as an individual where you have to develop yourself as an individual to be a part of a couple because it's two people coming together, not one person just only being what this person wants them to be. And Matthew, I think you're going to do great. 24 years old. If you're looking for a relationship, just let it happen naturally. Be friends with someone. And if you 
like that person romantically, then maybe you take it to the next step. But don't even worry about that at this point. Like you said, you want to level up. You want to just feel better. Cut things off. Do your thing. Just this is the prime of your life. 24? Shit, if you're going to get dumped at any time, this is the time. Hey, Matthew. Hey, listen to Evan, man. He's got a great relationship. He's married to the love of his life. And they are a beautiful couple. So Evan knows what he's talking about. Don't listen to me. Okay, Matthew? Don't you dare. I was telling you to stab him. Okay? <laughs> stab the guy that will potentially date your ex. So Let's not completely rule that out. One. I mean... Yeah, well, maybe you do want to stab him. Right? And let's not just completely... We, not let murder get in the you know what i mean like well we should let's be very clear we, we, we don't condone that but some people find that as an effective tool to get things jack done. the ripper jack the Ripper. yeah good old jack the zodiac killer yeah he wants he to stab le- people so so matthew wants to level up like he wants to kill more and more people <laughs> <laughs> nah i don't think that's <laughs> That's not what he asked for. Okay. This could be, we could be creating a villain origin story right now. And <laughs> don't do it, Matthew. Beautiful. That's how they always start. That's how they always start. Do it. I listened to this podcast and it told me <laughs> I needed to <laughs> pump some iron, buy a knife, and stab people. <laughs> oh my God. This is no, my story. Matthew. The tell all is going to come out 50 years <laughs> from we- now. <laughs> Oh my God! We're gonna be the Started source. With advice would be nice. <laughs> it's honestly great advice, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this could age well. Hopefully. <laughs> but okay. Bottom well, I line, like, I feel like you gave Matthew great advice. Matthew, I we hope the best for you. Uh, it's never easy, but the bottom line is, I think you got your whole life ahead of you. There's only upside to this. I know it's it's you are at the toughest point right now, and it is only going to get better. And dude, there's a lot of uncertainty at 24. There's a lot of uncertainty always in life, but specifically at 24, dude, like what two years removed from college? Mm-hmm. That that time sucks. Yeah, you get like, to find yourself in that time. It's like some of the toughest times. Like when I was. 24 going to 25 like that your brain finishes developing at 25 so like you don't even fully know who you are up until that point your your brain hasn't even evolved fully i don't think my brain ever evolved fully yours might have missed a few steps and that's okay (laughs) do you think i'm still growing you're my growing boy i'm a baby (laughs) I don't have any money. I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a baby. <laughs> well, Matthew, we hope the best for you, yeah. buddy. We're rooting for you. And thank you so much for submitting to the show. All right. Matthew, I love you. Yeah, we love you, buddy. Another submission. This gets a little a little deep here. Okay. Okay, we're going deeper territory. We're going there. Mm. Alrighty. When my mom was pregnant with me, she and my father divorced and he gave up all parental rights. I never met him or spoken to him. I've only seen a few pictures. About two years ago, 
I worked at a healthcare facility where I would float to different offices around the county based on who needed help. This one particular morning, I was checking the doctor's schedule and saw my father's name. He was scheduled to be in the office next door to where I was working. And I thought it was pretty crazy, but I most likely wouldn't even see him. The time of his appointment came and he walked into my office straight up to me and said he had an appointment with, let's call him Dr. Mark. My heart was racing because I knew it was him from the moment I saw him. It was like looking at a mirror. That's how much we looked alike. I told him Dr. Mark's office was the one next door. 30 minutes goes by and I had to go deliver some faxes to the other doctor's office next door. And on my way out, he trailed behind me and thanked me for helping him out. He was very kind. And that was the only interaction I had with my father in the 30 years of my life. Jeez. Do you think this anonymous person handled it well? I think they, as much as like, I know a lot of people would want to just say like, hey, I hate you everything you know every bad thing you can say in the book this person i think handled it very well mm. i mean i don't but like i'm think trying to think of myself if i was in that situation you know like what would i do if it was my dad thankfully like i have a relationship with my dad and everything but if that was like my dad that i knew just didn't want anything to do with me like after my parents yeah. split even though like that's you know, like that's your kid. But then it, I don't know. I think a circumstantial kindness does not forgive something as big as that. I think that's the craziest part of the story too. Like where they wrote, he was very kind. Mm -hmm. And like the fact that they went up to them and like thanked them again is also kind of heartbreaking. Because mm -hmm. it's like, obviously, the father doesn't know that that's their child. But that's so sad that the only memory that they actually have is a very positive interaction. Maybe that's a good thing, you know, and but who's to say that the father didn't know who that was? Like, maybe the father's kept tabs and he came in knowing he was going to the wrong office and wanted to give a positive interaction because most like if it's someone who was in our parents generation not the best communicators no not saying that <laughs> just saying not the best communicators when it comes to emotion you know that's straight facts so maybe they just so didn't they, know they what to say so they just wanted to say okay i go in and give them a positive experience or maybe they were planning on saying something and didn't follow through. Do you think based on the story that the anonymous person who did submit, do you think they'll reach out to the father now? Do you think it like actually sparked curiosity actually seeing them based on this mm. story? Yeah, I think I, the only way I can, look at it is like from my own own perspective but i feel like i would try to oh. because like now you've seen them the, the it's like the the curtain is lifted yeah there's no more like damn what does he look like now does he remember me it's like no it's like 
he was right there. You saw him. You had an opportunity to even say something and you didn't. And I think, to be honest, I probably wouldn't either. Because in those moments like where you're completely taken back, um, there's always like the, oh, I wish I would have, you know, whatever. And I feel like I would have handled it the same way. I would have been in shock and just not known what to do at all. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that sucks. I definitely feel like they might reach back out to them. I just, yeah, I feel like that's the wild. only because now the like Pandora's box has been opened. Like it's now out there. It's physical. It's real thing. Like you can kind of almost separate yourself when you haven't seen the person before. Where it's just like, oh, yep, my dad's like somewhere out there, or whatever. But like now you've seen your dad and you've seen that they are seemingly kind. And they, like I would try to explore that. And I would hope that the father would try to make amends on that situation because, I mean, abandoning a kid like right when they're born, leaving a single mother, Damn. That's that's pretty tough. No, it's fucked up. But do you think yeah. do you think they could forgive the father ever? Would you advise them to forgive them just even for themselves? I think so. I mean, the petty side of me is like, no, make that guy's life a living hell. But at the same time, stab him like like the 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 guy Matthew was yeah. going to stab. Yeah, maybe this is yeah, the yeah. guy. Matthew, we found him. <laughs> But I think that is that I think, no, like definitely the petty side of me would want to like almost get revenge in a way by hating him. But then at the same time, that's not going to help you at the end of the day. Holding grudges does not help anyone. It's only going to make yourself feel worse. I'm sure at least I hope that the dad has felt all the pain that he could feel from that experience. Dude, I'm sure unless he's like a psychopath, I mean, to leave a child before they're born, that's pretty wild. That's you know intense. That's and and like knowing obviously the repercussions that you're burdening the the mother with. Um, and if he has any family, what the hell are they going to say? They're yeah. going to judge him, obviously, as they should. Um, but I, you also don't know probably the father's mindset also, and like where he is mentally to to even be able to do that. Obviously, he's not in the best place and felt like he couldn't mm -hmm. help raise this child so he literally felt like it's probably better if i'm not there at all so that's wild that is a very like like as a child obviously you can't understand that yeah i mean and like like i was saying with men from you know a couple generations past they like they're they weren't really taught or given permission to express their emotions not trying to like say this was at all justified or anything but like i could understand how someone from that generation would just be like oh like i'm not going to do any good here because they don't know how to you know process their emotions saying that i'm not going to do any anything good here so i better just remove myself entirely isn't that almost the opposite of that generation's mindset too where it's like i'm going to burden as much responsibility as possible so i'll work as many jobs I'll just toughen up and like whatever. And then the whole time just be coping with alcoholism and yeah. just being depressed. Well, I think that's throughout the it. other side of the coin on that one. Like one side is the. So maybe it's better that he didn't stay. 
<laughs> I wouldn't say that. You know? But I think if I was this person, um, I would probably reach out and you might get heartbroken or you might, you know, have a father later in life. Because I think no one wants to die with, you know, something they wish they would have done. So I think Mm. unless you can handle that now, having seen your father, I would reach out 100%. It's easier said than done. It is. No, it's definitely a tough thing to do, but it's. I feel like it's something You're a jerk. that's necessary. I'm a jerk. Oh, yeah. Matthew's going to stab you now. <laughs> Matthew, hey, man, no hard feelings, okay? I'm on your side yeah. here. He's going to get you. Well, I, anonymous person, I hope you find some closure with this or a new opening. To be honest. Pause. I hate you. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's uh, that's a beautiful point, Evan. You always take the higher road. That's the thing with you. Not, I can't expect anything less. Not always, though. I don't know why. Why are you like that? I have, why are you like that? I have my moments. I definitely have my moments. Where, like I, I said, haven't seen them yet. I At the beginning of this, I, I literally said... I contemplate murder every time a loud motorcycle drives past me. I haven't. Yeah, but that's stupid. That's like, that's like an ick you have. You know what I mean? That's not like a, if that's the one of the worst traits that you have, that when you hear a, a random loud noise, you want to contemplate murder just because your body gets all defensive and shit. That's not bad. Uh, it that could be way worse. It does something. There's got to be something going on with me. Like it's like you said, it has to be like some past trauma with a loud noise. Where, do when I hear it, like I, I get so enraged, it makes me feel like I'm crazy. I'm pushing it, it a little um, bit. I'm making it sound worse than it is, but damn. Ah, uh, does it does it go away or does it take like a little bit? Like oh, it goes like away. Thirty minutes for you to calm down. No, not or does it go away immediately? Not thirty minutes. It's pretty quick. Or like it, then you're an idiot. Or like because that's that that's doable. You know what I that's mean? That's manageable. Not, that's not a big yeah. That's not a big deal. You know, like I was thinking like you fucking have nightmares about it or something. <laughs> I I hear That'd motorcycles in my sleep and I'm just, <laughs> just thinking about swerving in. Punch, <laughs> punch your wife. Matthew stabs her. <laughs> Matthew, no, it's not her. <laughs> It's not real. This is a dream. <laughs> I hope Matthew listens all the way to the end. Yeah, Matthew. Just shout it out so many times. You made a big impact on us, Matthew. I hope. I think I might bring it up every podcast. Matthew, you you are a trooper. We love Matthew. Matthew. Matthew might be my favorite person I've ever met. And um, I hope he comes on the podcast. Me too. There, I said it. Yeah, actually, one day. Matthew, we, I like six months from now. I hope you continue listening yeah. to the show. I want you, you better to submit something again, telling us how you're doing six months from now, because I want to hear how's how how it's going. And you know what? Here's something I want to start on the show too. We we have an Instagram. Advice would be nice has an oh. Instagram at advice would be nice, plain and simple. Click on whatever video you see, and I want you to comment 
Matthew. Just Matthew. Just say Matthew. Because that knows that you you listened to the show and you heard this message. And we want to thank you guys for listening to the show. <laughs> and I want to just get Matthew's name out there. Matthew, my man, Matthew. Matthew is going to be more viral than our podcast. Unfortunately, yes. Um, <laughs> our podcast. Yeah, his colleague, he's like, I want to level up. And then we get him into instant social media fame. Yeah. You know, Matt, we're going to be calling Matthew in six months for advice. <laughs> he takes over the podcast. <laughs> yeah. He's like, guys, I got this. He's leveled up so hard. He's a level 99 boss. <laughs> he becomes us. We become Matthew. You ever thought about that? We're all Matthew. Well, that was our very first episode, a surprise release. Now, this show is run on your guys' submissions, so please keep on submitting. If you want to submit, you can email us at awbnsubmissions at gmail.com, or you can click the link in the description below, or if you find us on Instagram, click the link in our bio. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. We're on YouTube now. Let's go. We're on YouTube, man. This entire episode, oh, full length, will be on YouTube with the video of JR and I. You get to see our ugly mugs gracing your screens. So we're everywhere. You hear that, Nancy? Yeah, Nancy. Nancy's my mom. You better watch it. You better watch it. And hey, listen, submit. Mm -hmm. Submit so we have stuff to talk about. And who doesn't want to be on the pod? Evan. Mm -hmm. And they and can, it's easy, right? You can be anonymous. It's so easy. Just tell us what you're Listen, dealing with. Easy. Maybe it's a funny problem. Maybe it's a super serious problem. Like we experienced a, a lot of them today. But we want to hear Come on, from we you. had range. Oh, we got we range. We had range today. The people got range. So a little pause moment. How do we end it? <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> we... Advice Would Be Nice is an independent production created by Evan James Henderson, featuring J.R. Gomez. All music is created by David San Miguel. If you're a business owner who wants to have advertisements on the show, please contact ejhpodcast at gmail.com. All advice given on the show is for comedic purposes and at the discretion of the listener to take it.